Hello everyone, this is Carol E. Uh, Mental, Emotional, and Self-Health Mesh. I want to just talk to you guys very candidly. Um, might have said this before, um, my last episode or two. Um, I have a pledge to make here at Mesh on my podcast. I have a very serious pledge that I would like to make to you guys. And like any human being, I cannot promise absolute 100% because everybody makes mistakes and everybody fumbles and everybody bumbles and everybody blunders. But um, I want to read something that I wrote on my forum board, if I can find it real quick. Hold on one second. Yeah, I'm calling it up on my other phone here. If I can't find it, I guess I'll, I'll give you guys some filler chat. I have been really concerned as, I, as I've been for the past couple of days about um, these, uh, should I say, peer counseling or spiritual advising individuals giving uh, advice and counseling people on the internet. Um, really, really concerned. Um, the people that have been Hold on a second. I'm having a problem. Uh, my Google page is is not working. Hold on. Hold on a second. Sometimes I have issues with my phone, where my my uh, user interface doesn't function properly. Such a pain in the neck. Um, let me check something. Okay. All right, um, the page is coming up. All right, really sorry about about the lag, but I have something on here that I wrote called my pledge as a peer support person. I'm not even going to call myself a peer counselor anymore because I don't want anyone misunderstanding me. I'm not a professional, and I share my own experience with my mental health problems, and I share my own experience, if I especially if I've had bad experiences in therapy and in the mental health system and bad experiences with crisis lines and that is in no way by no means to discourage people from getting help when they need it absolutely not absolutely not absolutely not and if you're still a fan of teal swan um, I don't want you to stop watching her videos or, or reading reading her work I think by all means if it's helping you do it I would caution you, though, against getting getting too closely involved with her, because it's likely, in my in my uh, view, some of those allegations that there's always a little bit of truth in everything, um, even if they are all false. Um, she, God knows, if you get too involved with her. And if there anybody for that matter, e even a licensed therapist, I'll just leave it at that, even a licensed therapist that might be doing malpractice. So um, I'm going to, this is not just a disclaimer. I'm not even sure I'm qualified to, to say first do no harm because I'm not a doctor and I haven't taken the uh, Hippocratic Oath, you know, nothing like that. But I, I believe in the spirit of it. If you're helping anybody, 
if you're helping any individual, if you're if you're even giving a friend advice, you know, if you're giving someone a next door neighbor advice, um, for goodness sakes, they're still an individual, and if you're on the other end of it, um, if you're getting getting advice from a friend or getting advice even from a professional or a crisis line, for goodness sakes, you're an individual and. Um, you have the right to disagree and question at any time. Even though you still deserve the best help, everybody deserves the best help. And I think that training exists. You know, people, people need training to give therapy and counseling because there may not be knowledge that they have yet on how to give counseling, especially uh, suicide counseling. I had a couple of bad experiences, a bad experience or two with a crisis line and I've learned how to talk myself down very well from those impulses. So I'm, I can even claim that I'm no longer suicidal. Um, a psychiatrist may yet need to, need to help, help me with that or help certify me, maybe. But I feel safe now. And I was able to talk myself down. But I'm an individual, you guys. And so are you and so is everybody else. And even, even Teal is an individual, and if she was able to talk herself down, more power to her. But um, to discourage someone, or to compare, even to, to compare peer counseling, or compare, compare peer support to professional support, that's wrong. I don't think we should do that. But I think we should stand up for the right to have the best care and treatment we can ever have, the safest therapy or the safest peer support we can ever have. And that is to exercise our freedom and our rights and our responsibilities to have our mental wellness or to have our treatment or have our mental health or whatever. So here we go. I'm going to read this. This is from me, an individual, Carol A. Twell. My pledge as a peer support person. I'm going to call myself that. Peer. I'm a peer. I'm equal. I'm a peer. Um, I have mental health issues just like the next Joe on the street. Um, I want to give support and we're all people. Peer support person. I don't think it's illegal to call myself that or to share experience or to even write about what I'm doing or what I would like to do with, with mental, emotional, and self-health mesh and my purpose of uh, doing it for myself and to maybe rub off on some other people, other peers that are having issues as well. It might even impress the professionals if they, they like it, if they might you know, use it to help themselves help clients. Okay, here we go. Especially since there's a pandemic still going on, I cannot say how much mental health support is needed both by peers and by professionals. Lately, I have been dealing with observing a very powerful and disturbing controversy between a powerful figure in spirituality and or mental health and the public. There is much talk about potentially dangerous behaviors on the part of this individual, and yet there has been claimed that she has helped many people. My experience has been positive thus far, as I have been watching her videos on YouTube, listening to her interviews and answers that she has rendered to allegations made against her. Now, her, her answers are very impressive. I'm very impressed with her answers to the allegations. I am. I'd probably, you know, be in the same position if someone uh, 
made accusations to me as was made to her. I made my decision last night to keep a distance, not to ever be under her care or tutelage or ministrations. And again, not because I don't like her, not because I think she's bad, but because I have a reason to believe that may put me in a very vulnerable position. Not to mention, again, I'm concerned about other people that might gravitate toward her because they need help and they don't, they're not satisfied getting it in therapy or they don't have access to therapy or whatever. I was kind of in that place too when I was doing mesh, especially earlier in my mental wellness process. I was, I did come across her YouTube videos and I, w I was careful not to get too close. But I'll still remember the work she has done and I will use it. But I will only use the benign work and meaning um, I'm not going to get involved in what she's doing. What I mean by that is much of the stuff that she has learned in psychology and from her own experience. I will still benefit from her experience. I will still benefit from uh, the uh, videos. I will still benefit from many things that she said. Um, but I'm not going to get involved or get close or agree with all the stuff she's said and done. I'm not going to do that. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give support to my peers and encourage them to, um, you know, exercise extreme caution. Even when, you're in, in, even when you're dealing with a licensed therapist, you, we have a right to know. You have a right to know what you're dealing with. You know, the credentials, not just the credentials, but the attitude, the person's behavior, the person's uh, vibes, the person's body language, the person's tone of voice, the person's attitude. I've had to deal with a lot of that in, in mental health mental health systems and mental health, you know, stuff. My mental wellness process shall very much be treated like material that an author would write in a self-help book. In fact, I, I, I still hope to maybe put a book together, maybe. Not something to be written in stone or documented as official therapy or spiritual advice. I formulated my mental wellness process and my five modules because it works for me. It's the, only mental it's the only mental wellness or mental health thing that's helped me. And I can use it with therapy. If I decide to go back to therapy again, I can still use it. In fact, I'll tell my therapist or psychiatrist about it. They might uh, appreciate that I'm, that I'm safe enough. They won't have to be so, watch me so closely. <laughs> okay, I formulated my mental wellness process because it works for me. And if it rubs off on anyone else, I feel good that I can help someone else. I feel good that I can inspire someone, always. I will not tell anyone else how to be mentally well. I will only share my own experience. I note that it is so easy to become arrogant and belligerent and feel like we have all the answers. It is also very easy to put ourselves down and think that we don't have any answers at all. So there's a balance between humility, you know, being humble and being arrogant. I don't want to discourage anyone from, from thinking for themselves. Even if they decide to be under the care of anyone they think can help them with mental health or spirituality, we are still individuals, you guys. We still have, we're still free. Our minds should still be free. We have the right and the responsibility to be individuals. Okay? Thank you for listening. This is Carol E.